Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Okay, you guys know that I'm a wine girly. Like, I am a girl that orders wine at a wedding. Like, I'm ordering wine everywhere. That's my drink of choice. You can never have enough wine. And I love trying new wines. And that's why I'm so excited about First Leaf sponsoring the podcast. Because I went on their website. I took a quiz of what I like and what I don't like. I was like, no reds just white. I like them dry, no sweet. And then it gave me like examples like, would you want a Moscato? I'm like, hell to the nose. Would you want a Sauvignon? Hell to the yes. So listen, at 34 years of age, I know what I like and I know what I don't like. So it was super easy for me to take this uh, quiz on First Leaf so they can customize a box to me. I got it and I'm so excited and it was so on point with everything that I like. So forget driving to the wine shop, forget shopping by the label and forget overspending on bottles you don't like. With First Leaf, you rate each wine you receive after you do the quiz and after you receive your first box with a simple thumbs up or thumbs down and the experts will send you personalized selections with new and exciting boxes and bottles every time. So First Leaf can recommend wines you'll love with 96% accuracy. And if you're not completely satisfied with a bottle, First Leaf will credit you for another. That's wine made simple. Sign up today and you'll get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. So go to tryfirstleaf.com slash not skinny. That's try, T-R-Y, firstleaf, F-I-R-S-T, leaf.com slash not skinny to get your first six bottles for $39.95 and free shipping. Try firstleaf.com slash not skinny. Hi, friends. I'm Cameron Rogers, host of Freckle Foodie and Friends podcast, which is now on Dear Media. Are you wondering what just happened to your life after having a baby or struggling with your mental health during postpartum? That was me just a few months ago. Are you working on healing your relationship with yourself, your body, and or food? Same. We are all on a journey to self-love and acceptance, and I'm right there with you. That's what Freckled Foodie and Friends is all about, reminding you that no matter what, you are not alone. Make sure to tune in for season five, launching with Dear Media on November 9th and subscribe to listen to new episodes every Wednesday morning. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room.
You guys, today I'm with model, actress, influencer, Olivia Culpo. Hello. Hello. I feel like I do like in like pop culture celebrity stuff. When I've talked about you in the past, it was always like, she's so perfect. Like, how can it be? Oh, oh my gosh. No. Like, is she human? Might have been a caption once. Really? Yeah, but in a good way. I've got to look back at this. That is like, no, thank because you. it's for real. Because <laughs> so I sweet. feel like. And I'm happy about the show. We'll get into it. But I'm happy because I, I feel like it's obviously I would take it as a compliment if someone was like, is she human? But I feel like the show is going to be really cool because we'll get to know you. Yeah. I, I mean, everybody, you really will. It's a it's a look that nobody has ever seen. I mean, I'm nervous, so I hope that people won't tear me apart too much. OK, so somebody that doesn't know you, though, Olivia, because I called you model, influencer, actress. How would you describe yourself to someone? Oh, this is so hard. I'm very, very loyal. I'm incredibly loyal. I am stubborn. I'm a Taurus, so it's kind of like Mm. textbook here. I am a very hard worker. I'm goofy. My nickname is Oblivia, but it's really a defense mechanism. I just like pretend I'm stupid so that I can, you know, yeah, it's just better. Yeah, it's easier Like in business, too, or (laughs) with people basically pretending like I don't take things too seriously. So I feel like I'm able to let to I don't like get riled up very easily. So I feel like a superpower that my friends always say about me is you're so calm. How are you so calm? There's so much going on. Mm. And it's because I kind of just dumb down situations in my head. And I think because of that, I don't have a ton of like conflict with people in my life or I'm able to get information from people in a way that's that other people won't be able to because mm. I'm a little disar- disarming because people will think I'm stupid. <laughs> I feel like a lot of women have it, which is I don't know if it's a positive thing. I feel like a lot of women and beautiful women will do it and use something that could be a disadvantage, like to your advantage. It's like, think I'm stupid, bitch. I'm going to use that. Yeah. Later. Yes. It comes in handy. I do have to say, I mean, it sounds Oblivia. Oblivia. Yeah. Is that your family and friends? Yes. All you that? Yes. That's so funny. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Love knowing all that. But what I meant was, how would you describe what you do? Like, what do oh, you feel? My job? <laughs> See, I pulled I it. I pulled what on you. know, like your parents on the show are like, we have no yeah. idea what she does. Yes, they would do you, say that. Would you say like model? Would you say influencer at this point? I don't know. I think at a time I was solely a model, really focused on that. And then it segued into acting. And then that segued more into having this platform, which is more about connection that put me in the influencer box. Mm. So I still consider myself to be all of those things. But I would say at the end of the day, I, I'm a creative entrepreneur because I do okay. a little bit of everything. Creative entrepreneur. I like that. Yeah. I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. So I feel like it definitely is a it's a big part of everything that I do. It's definitely the undercurrent of every decision I ever make. So we learn about this on the show, your new show with your family, the couple of sisters on TLC. So good. I watched the first episode. I love it. You grew up in Rhode Island. You were like in band camp, which I feel like is just wild. Yeah. Like, I feel like people look at you. Wouldn't think band camp. Oh, it's true. So yeah. were you not popular? Were you or did you manage to be in band camp and be popular at the same time? I wasn't really popular. No, I would have my cello on the bus. It was kind of crazy, uh, embarrassing, I guess. (laughs) Like after school, in high school, everybody would be going to people's houses or blah, blah, blah. I couldn't because my cello wouldn't fit in their car, for example. 
But I don't know. I went to an all girls Catholic school. Mm -hmm. So there was a camaraderie. There wasn't really a ton of who's the popular one, who's not. I was a total nerd. I was studying all the time. I remember people like I remember one of the first times people would say something to me like your cheekbones or like ball, like compliment me or something that I was wearing. Like we wore a uniform. Like I didn't wear makeup. I didn't know how to put on makeup. It just wasn't a part of the way I was raised. I was a huge nerd. It was all about school, all about the cello, all about it's just so weird that I do what I do now because it was just not any, in any of the framework of my upbringing. So how did you end up in the Miss, you won Miss Rhode Island? Yes. So that was weird as well. <laughs> so I went to BU, Boston University, and I was itching to get out. I didn't like partying. I didn't like, you know, I, I felt like I would wake up every day and be like, oh my gosh, how are these people wasting all their parents' money? No offense. I have like, great friends from college that I still love, but I like, it was just I, all we would do. What did you party. go for? I went for, I went to the school of general studies. So mm -hmm. I was studying acting in public relations. Mm -hmm. So it was just a little bit of, it was like liberal arts. I only went for two years because then I left when I won Miss USA, I had to leave. Oh. And I moved here to Wait. New York. So you were itching to leave. Yes. Itching to leave. I had to get out of school. And at that time I was really into studying people. And I studied like, Halle Berry, Michelle Pfeiffer, all these people who had started their careers in various ways. And a lot of people I realized had done pageants. So I, I saw this ad with this really pretty girl that looked like she had her shit together. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try everything I can to succeed in this. So for me, it was just a distraction. It was it was a great excuse to not have to go to the parties, to not have to, to do everything that I did not want to do. I was just I was such an introvert. But I think that people thought because of the way that I, I, I mean, I, there's really no, it's, it was a very weird thing, but people thought that I was going to be this ringleader. I think because they thought I was pretty, to be honest with you, mm. which I know it's so weird to say, but it really is the truth. And I, and I never fell into that. So I never, I always felt really uncomfortable in a lot of peer pressure in college because I didn't want to be doing what everybody like thought I was supposed to be doing. Ah, if that makes like sense. Like you looked a certain part, but you weren't. Yeah, I was, part. I was not. So mm. I, so I started really focusing on this pageant. So it was like everything with current events. I had to learn how to wear makeup. I had to learn how to walk in heels. I had to learn how to speak in front of a crowd. It was just a structured environment that I wanted as an escape from but real But have you had the itch for like being in the entertainment industry and stuff like that before? Yes. Okay. I, and also like Maria Menounos, Juliana Rancic, they all did pageants. And at that point in time, oh. I really wanted to be... I wanted to be in scripted television, like, you know, as a host. Okay. So I decided, and I always tell Marie this now because Marie and Menounos were friends. We were actually neighbors. But anyway, yes, she was the reason why I entered pageant because she did Miss Massachusetts. That's wild. I know. An East Coast girl just like me came from a simple family just like me and made it. So I felt like I really admired her as like a small town girl like myself. That was why I did Miss Rhode Island. I did not think I was going to win. I just did it because I thought that it would help in everything that I was doing. Except at the time, I was also modeling when I could in Boston. I was mm. taking auditions. If there was a door, I was going to walk through it. So when the, the pageant advertisement came up, I was like, oh, yeah, of course. So you were always trying. Everything. Everything. Yes. My mom calls that because I'm kind of the same way, like an octopus, like your tentacles are like in everywhere. Like you're trying this, you're trying that, you're trying something's going to stick kind of vibe. Yeah. And like it took a lot of like even in Boston with my modeling agency, they said no and no and no because I'm really short. And at the time, you're short. Wolf well, as a model, 
You're I'm five, five six. You're five six. I know. You seem taller. Well, am I? Yeah, you I give taller. Thank you. But you still got into an agency, even though you're five. Well, six. I had to pay them. <laughs> I they they kept saying no, and they were like, okay, if you give us thirty dollars, we'll we'll get you these headshots, and we'll try. And I was like, okay. So like, I had to give. I wrote them a check. I actually stole it from my parents. But that's like that's kind of like what my story has always been. It's always just kind of been like breaking down a wall because the door doesn't work. But the pageant you won somehow. Yeah. And then you won Miss USA and then Miss Universe. Like boom, boom, boom. It was all the same year. Yeah. Wow. I won all of those within like two years. That was great. That was not what I had predicted. So then you had to leave school only at the Miss Universe. Miss USA. At the Miss USA. They already want. Why did you have to leave school? Because I had to live here. I lived. I, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. I truly did not understand any part of this world. And it was it was a immediately a media tour and then going, you know, Macy Day Parade things like just basically did you play your cello at the talent part. Yes. Stop. But the thing about Miss USA is there's no actual talent portion. Mm. It's more of the public speaking, the current events, the um bio but it was like it was a part of my talent it's just I didn't play it for them you know? oh yeah. I see so yeah. like it was good that you had that because like, yeah she plays the cello she's I'm sure it was in like my package you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. like when they like judged but yeah. it wasn't something that was televised wow and were you dating at that all that time like were you like you're no. like a you're a beauty queen huh? literally at that point when I would yeah no I wasn't dating anybody until after everything and when you started winning these pageants, where you're like, damn, like I'm in this world, I'm making it. I couldn't believe it. It was weird. It, it was very unexpected. Even with my parents, I remember my mom before I won Miss Rhode Island and everything kind of changed from there because everything after that happened so fast. She was so humiliated. She didn't want to go. She my dad was embarrassed. Like they were like, what do you? My mom literally said to me, what do you want to do this for? So you can sit in the back of a convertible and wave like in a parade. And I actually did end up doing that. (laughs) (laughs) So we get to know your parents on the show. Yeah, they do Um, not hold back. And no, but I feel like they were secretly made for it. I get that they're not acting right. They're like from Rhode Island. They're super laid back. But at the same time, they don't realize that they're like made for this. They don't. I know they're like funny. Yeah. On the show. Oh, yeah. I know. They have no idea what you do. So then were they mad that you left college? After Miss Rhode Island and Miss USA, they were stunned. Truly, they didn't understand that I was a they they didn't understand what was happening, but they were proud. They were excited. Mm -hmm. They were they were at that point. They were on board. But before that, leading up to that, they thought it was incredibly vain. They didn't understand why I wasn't doing a different pageant that would showcase the cello. It was more of a scholarship program, which would have been Miss America. But I went with Miss USA because of Miss Universe. And just I don't know. I think it was it, it was it was just such a wild ride, such a wild ride. And then you ended up in New York. And I want to talk about your family a little bit more. So you're five siblings. Yes. Three sisters, two brothers. I have two sisters. We're three. That's a hard number for sisters. Five? No, oh. three. Three sisters. I feel like it's, uh, it's hard to be three girls. Do you guys not like who's closer? It's Why? weird. So I have an older brother and sister who are almost Irish twins. And then I have a younger brother and sister who are also Irish twins. So growing up, it was actually really I was the oddball out because I was the one I was smack in the middle. Like uh, I wasn't the cute younger ones. 
but I wasn't the like leaders, older bossy ones. I was just kind of stuck. Oh, you said that. You said that on the show. You said that you're the middle child. You didn't get attention. That's why you're doing what you're doing now to get the attention. Yeah. And I relate. I'm just making I'm middle too. And I was like, oh, my God, you're like, it's me. Oh, my God. It's me. That's how (laughs) I felt. Literally. Oh, Starface, I love you. You're also featured on my desk. Like I'm recording this at my desk next to my stationery. I have my little Starface box filled with my hydro stars. You've seen stars like Willow Smith wear this like on Red Table Talk. It's become like a cool look to be wearing the hydro stars on your face. The hydro stars by Starface are 100% hydrocolloid pimple patch that literally works and helps reduce inflammation, absorb fluid and shrinks your spots overnight. So even though you could wear them outside and be a little cute, you know, stickered lady, you can also just wear them at night and you'll literally notice the before and after. Take a pic. I love seeing it. They also have a new Black Star. Uh, that's a new colorway uh, that made its debut in New York Fashion Week. It was the first pimple patch to ever walk a runway. But pimple patches aside, they also have an approachable line of skincare essentials from Clear as Day uh, SPF 46. That's an award-winning sunscreen for acne-prone skin. It's lightweight, it's invisible, and it's um, moisturizing and smoothing. Everything at Starface is dermatologist-tested, cruelty-free, et cetera, et cetera. Check it out. You can shop the entire Starface collection at starface.world. And for a limited time, Starface is offering all Not Skinny But Not Fat listeners 15% off a one-time purchase at checkout. The code is Not Skinny. Again, that's code Not Skinny. For 15% off a one-time purchase at starface.world. But you could also find your favorite Starface products at Target, Walmart, CVS, and Amazon in the U.S., as well as Boots and Superdrug in the U.K. What's the first thing you do when you wake up? Is it checking your credit score? Nope, didn't think so. That's why there is Chime. At Chime, that's exactly what they do with their secured Chime credit builder visa credit card. You can start to build credit with your own money. Chime does the work for you. They report your payments to credit bureaus to help you build credit over time. Their members see an increase of 30 points on average. All of this with no annual fees, no large security deposits or credit checks to apply. So it doesn't affect your credit to apply uh, for a Chime credit card and it'll help you build your credit. So start your credit journey with Chime. Sign up only takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. So you get started at chime.com slash not skinny. That's chime.com slash not skinny. The Chime credit build of Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank, North America, pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Chime checking account, and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secure Chime credit builder Visa credit card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact of score may vary and some user scores may not improve. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply except at MoneyPass ATMs in a 7-Eleven or any AliPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Thank you. And that's Chime.com slash NotSkinny. Chime.com slash NotSkinny. From what I saw a little bit on the show, it looks like you and Sophia mm-hmm. are the most kind of oh, catty together. Yes. Yeah, no, Sophie and I definitely. Oh, she changed from Sophie to Sophie. What did oh, you yeah, in that too. I call her <laughs> Sophie, but her name is Sophia now, I guess. Okay. <laughs> you I forget though, but you're right. Well, no, her birth name is Sophia. I always called her Sophia growing up, but then it was Sophie and I guess she changed it back. So now it's okay, Sophia. Okay, you can't keep up. Does she still live with you? <laughs> no, she moved to New York. 
Oh. Yeah. Which is better. It's a distance is better. But like I said at the beginning, I am I am definitely codependent. On your family. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was sad when she left, but there's the show leans into that and it ended up being for the best. That she but I mean she moved it's not like she moved to a different house in California. She's in New York now. Yeah. Wow. So who are you closest to in the family? We're all so close. It's hard to say because we're all so close in different ways. But I would say I'm really close with Aurora and Aurora is really close with me. To be honest with you, I feel like everybody is closest with me. (laughs) But I don't know. Really? That's what I'm saying. You're going to (laughs) interview my sisters and they're going to be like, everybody's closest with me. But with my two brothers, I don't know. I just feel like I I have a really close relationship with them. And also I'm really sensitive too. like, for example, even with the show, it's like it's the couple sisters. It's like that does make them feel bad. My Aww. two brothers and I, I mean, I, I'm really. Why didn't they call it the culpas? I didn't have any say in that. Mm. But even with Aurora and Sof- Sophie, uh, it's like I was always conscientious of the way that my career made them feel. And I'm really happy now that we're doing things all together. But it's like I also now I feel like I I owe it to my brothers too to be like, come on, guys, hop on. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the Kim Kardashian of your family. I don't know. Did she do that for everybody? Yeah, Hop on my magic them, carpet. What are you kidding me? <laughs> Don't you know that yeah, episode? Right. There's like yeah, that episode that's it. like you gave us all careers or something. I need to see that. But did they, were they excited about that? Like did, because that's not obvious, right? You can have siblings like that are shy and are a doctor. Like, did they want to be also in this industry originally? Yeah, it was hard. it's really weird. With Aurora, I feel like she had a really hard time at the beginning of my career because she didn't, she was always the boss. She was always the leader. I mean, and she honestly, truly, she still is. And I like, I never know if she's going to just come up by me and rip my hair out. <laughs> <laughs> Older sisters. Yeah, she's I know scary. It. But what's um, the difference between like, what's the age difference between she and I like three or four years? Yeah. So I, I always felt bad about that. But then she made her way. And then she was just like almost at one point, everything I was doing, she was the she wanted nothing to do with. It, and she was the antithesis and like super judgy. But like, that's the typical kind of like, I don't want to say jealous, but she would probably say that she struggled with that at some point. But then she came on board. And then with Sophie, Sophie is really interesting. Sophia, because like she she was always watching me and wanting to do. She was always watching me and feeling like she had to do what I did. So I feel like she was almost like her. She grew up understanding that that was what she needed. Like it identified. She identified with she? She's 20 something. Oh, 26. Oh, my God, Olivia. She's old. She's 26 <laughs> and you're 30. Mm-hmm. OK, so for four years. Yeah, no, but that is wild because like I don't know how I'd feel if I like that my sisters have their own things. You know what I mean? That they're yeah. not like trying to do exactly what I'm doing, that everyone has their life. Oh, I don't care at all. You, I actually feel better. Really? <laughs> yeah, I feel better that they're and, and that's the part where I mean, I hate to bring up what you just said. Yeah. But there are certain things about like that other like when I do watch that other show and it's just so different. Like, I don't know, like I would do I would I, like I want them to get things more than like I want it even for myself. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I kind of just want at some point times like I'm the most happy when I'm with my family. So like if I could ride on their coattail soon, that would be awesome. So you like the idea of having a show together and like having the world get to know your family, too. Yeah. Yes. And were they down? Was it hard to get them on board? They were so down. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they were so down. It did not take much. Yeah. Yeah, they were so down. And especially with my parents they are just like, sure. okay. 
well, like as long as we're doing it together, it's yeah. fine. I feel like also just having such a big family, you're insulated by one another. So worst case scenario, like everybody hates us, but like it's not really rock bottom because we have each other. I know, but I feel like it would be I'm like scaring you out of it. No, I'm just saying, like, did you feel responsibility? Because you are the ringleader in this situation. So do you yeah. feel responsible? Like, let's say one of your sisters gets criticism because of the show or someone, whatever happens. Would yeah. you feel like I brought them into this? I absolutely feel a level of that. But I think you really have to keep things into perspective. And like, maybe you can see a little bit of that with my parents already. They've always reminded us to keep things in perspective. And it's like, we're all healthy. We're all together. Like, we, we're being vulnerable. We're sharing our story. What somebody out there has to say should not really impact the way that you feel and like take take away from how blessed we all are, you know, just to even yeah. be here with each other. So I don't know. That's my perspective. Don't get me wrong. There are times when I want to curl up into a ball and people say really horrible things. Really? And- you you get negativity on, on the Internet? Oh, yeah. All the time. Really? Like what? People are horrible. I mean, I mean no, I people are horrible online. It's I like know. what genre? But I just <laughs> <laughs> what, what are they mad at? What could they be mad about? Because you don't really put out your personal life like on social media. I know. And I used to more. I think I stopped because I felt a little exhausted by the hate in a way. Mm. I don't know. Like you you're know? protecting yourself by sharing less. Yeah. Protecting myself. Yeah. It, it can be really it can definitely be taxing, especially when you like grow up in a way in this industry. Like yeah. I started at 18 then I'm 30. You just have people that are always commenting on like, you know, who I've dated or. OK, thank you for that next segue, Olivia. Yeah. So uh, I know because on the show and the producer brings this up, you don't like it. But just for a quick yeah. sec. Yeah. Just for the timeline. So you guys, 2012, you win all these pageants. 2013, you're already in L.A. Was I? Yes. Yes, I was. Because you started dating Mr. Nick Jonas. Yes. You dated for two years. Mm -hmm. Allegedly, Roe jealous about you. That is correct. (laughs) But so jealous, I looked up the lyrics and it sounds like the guy is like obsessed with the girl. But then you said on the show that he broke up with you. Yeah. I mean, you can't always. You can't always make sense. Of yeah. But yeah. that was your first like relationship in the public eye. I'm assuming it was. Oh, my gosh. It was so hard. Really? Being in a relationship in the public eye is really difficult. And looking back on it, there was so much that I didn't understand about this world that is part of the reason why I'm so happy to do this with my family like things that just shouldn't occur to anybody as important occur to very famous people if mm. that makes sense it's just I, I don't I couldn't eek <laughs> like looking back you cringe at it a little bit I feel like I cringe at a lot of things in regard to celebrity life you know which is why I love that I'm doing this with my family. It's so grounding. It's just there's mm. always an aspect of home and humility and what matters. And that is at my core who I am. Yeah. Like that life, like you want to live it, but you want to also be able to step away from it. Yes. But you did stick to dating kind of famous people. I know. Like athletes. <laughs> like not totally. I knew t- you not were going to go there. Not total normies. Not normies, but I did in between. You just wouldn't know who they were. Right. <laughs> Wait, how did you in between? Because Nick Jonas, 2013, 2015, 2015, a Tim 
Tembo. See, okay, this is actually <laughs> wonderful that you're bringing this up. I would like to clear the record. I never dated Tim Tebow. <laughs> oh, it's not Tembo? <laughs> no. I never dated Wait, him. Is he a known athlete? Okay. He's a known athlete, but I never dated him. And it just, I, you know, okay, I we really... need to update Google. It's so, so how did I annoying. get out there? I don't know. There was this crazy press story about me having dated him and then breaking up with him because I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to jeopardize his celibacy or something. Oh, because he's like saving himself? Yes. And and the and all the press was about me. It was bizarre. Like but truly, I never, I never dated him. No, never, never. Went to the same church. That's it. That's it. Wow. Like we never dated. And then you met your ex in 2016, Danny Amendola. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're going to hear about that relationship on the show. Not really. Really? We don't really get into specifics of past relationships as much as more as the relationships now. So not a ton, but maybe a little. I will not confirm or deny. <laughs> well, you have to watch and see. No, you have to watch and see. But in the promo, I think there's like you you talk about having like having been in a toxic relationship, having been cheated on. And I'd assume that was about him. There was a lot of press around that. that so yeah. 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 That was pretty tough. That was also a really tough one. That was very tough. And then so in 2019, you're out of that relationship and you meet your current boyfriend. Yeah. Christian. Mm-hmm. So did you not have time to be single? I was wondering that. I was like, did you not have time to be single? Well, now that we can clarify that I never dated <laughs> right. Tim Tebow, there was a minute there that I dated around. Okay. And some of them were normal. Like, not everybody was a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> and so dating an athlete, though, with Christian, does it feel different? He I actually like, dated a firefighter once. That's that's still hot, though. Yeah. It's not, it's not like a, I understand. Yeah. I mean, that okay, could have been a moment. That could have been an Instagrammable moment. <laughs> so now you're with Christian Midcappy for three years. Uh-huh. He plays for the 49ers, everyone I know because I'm a sports gal. No, I'm not. Are you? <laughs> so you were saying you're not a sports gal. In the show? What they saying? Yeah. That? Yeah, I am a, a wag. <laughs> <laughs> you're a wag. I'm a wag. Yeah. I do watch football every Sunday. I love keeping up with the games, but it's because it matters in relation to my boyfriend. Who right. I love a lot. He wants you to watch. Well, I, yeah, it matters. It matters who he's going to play next. It matters who is in their division. It's like all that kind of stuff. And you're long distance now? Yeah. Well, a little bit less because I live in L.A. Now he's in San Francisco, so it's better. Oh, yeah. It's really nice having I him. I can't believe the, that's the like coast. that's still that's still long distance. That's still not being in the same place. Are you scared he's going to get hurt? It's like a really physical sport. It's a very physical sport. You just have to honestly with with sports and such a rough game, you just have to pray that nothing happens. It's it's wild, though. It's very nerve wracking. But that's why I watch every Sunday because it matters. It matters who is injured on the other teams mm. and what happens. And are you excited to one day live in the same place, start a family? We're talking about that, like get married. Do you want all those things? Yes. I can't. And wait with to him. Do that. Like, does he is he the one? I think he's the one. Yeah. He's awesome. He's the best. He seems like grounded from what we saw. Yeah, he's episode. grounded. He's polite. He was raised well. I never have to worry about anything. He keeps his red receipts on. I just love it. <laughs> <laughs> the red receipts is like the number one. It's not the number one, but it's an example yeah. of his 
valor. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. And and you were saying on the show that like even though you're made up and gorgeous and model and whatever, he likes you when you're like home, no makeup, sweats. All dudes yes. are like that though, I feel like. Not all. Not all. I mean really not all. Not all. No. <laughs> but is the real Olivia in sweats, no makeup? Is that when you feel most comfortable? I love it. It's usually yeah, it's like a fee pajama or something like a onesie. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it is my favorite version of myself. I like I feel like I never get to do that. So I cannot wait. I cannot wait for the day that I have my own little family and place. I, I live in a hotel. I don't live in my home. Really? <laughs> yeah. You're constantly traveling? Well, because with Christian living before he lived in Charlotte, mm. that now he lived in San Francisco. And then with all of my work traveling, I don't sleep in my bed. I sleep in other beds, whether it's hotels or more. wherever he is, more than my own bed, 100%. And it's been like that since I was like 18. Oh my God, that's so hard. It's so hard. Yeah, it's like a lot. It's it's so much travel for my job. But I mean, I'm so lucky. I can't complain. Right. But, I, but I am looking forward to the day that it can be a little more stable and predictable. I'm sorry. I'm bougie. You can be to ooh, ooh. Okay. Maybe I shouldn't try a song for everything, but I try songs for my favorite brands and Caraway is one of them. I'm honestly hashtag honored that Caraway uh, sponsors the podcast because it is the best uh, non-toxic cookware and bakeware that is out there. And if you see your favorite cooking influencers that like are all health and organic and you'll notice they have Caraway cookware and it's just the best. And this is something that you should invest in. Caraway Homes non-toxic kitchenware are designed for the modern home and they feature chemical-free ceramic coating so you know your food is prepared with no hard-to-pronounce compound that will leach onto your healthy ingredients. So Caraway is having a crazy cyber season, obviously Black Friday season. You can save up to 20% on all Caraway products, including their internet-famous non-toxic cookware set and, and other things. And listen, this exclusive deal won't last long. You should really hop on it. It is the best. It is also chic looking. So don't worry. You're not like buying something ugly that's good for you. It's gorgy. So visit carawayhome.com to take advantage of their cyber season event and score up to 20% off your next purchase of non-toxic cookware. This deal will not last long. Go to carawayhome.com to shop all their incredible products for up to 20% off this holiday season. Carawayhome.com. Black Friday is around the corner. And if I were you, I would start making notes on your little, you know, iPhone notes app or wherever you take notes because you don't want to miss the really good Black Friday sales. So I'm here to remind you about Macy's Black Friday sale. So from now until Black Friday, which is on November 26th, Macy's online Black Friday event is saving you huge on the essentials and gifts you've been waiting to snatch up all year. So I've said this before, department stores really are where it's at. They make a one-stop shop possible, whether you need bedding, whether you need appliances, whether you need clothes, bags, accessories, men's, women's, kids, children. I mean, literally insane. So from appliances, Hello, stand mixer and cookware to bedding and self-care staples. You'll find great prices for the picks you need in every room. Plus, shop specials on the latest clothing trends, designer handbags, jewelry, and your fave beauty brands. 
chip away at that gift list with huge savings on gifts like watches and wireless headphones. Don't forget super fun toys, cozy winter gear, and more unique finds that the kids in your life will be excited to get. So this is where you should head to shop uh, and get that holiday list out of the way before it's even Black Friday. So check out Macy's.com before November 26th. That's Macy's.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. What are the future goals for you? There are a lot. We have a few restaurants in Rhode Island. So I, I love that. Maybe expanding those in some capacity, whether it would be franchising. That is a dream. I also would love to do more in the cooking space, just more in the food and hospitality industry. We'll see what that would evolve into. Yeah, I do have a few brand ideas. And by the way, it would be cozy. So, okay, not skincare. Mm -mm. Really? No. Yeah, I mean, maybe never say never, but I have tons of ambitions, but I'm also so happy with the way things are going now. I, I feel like everybody's been asking us, like, are you so excited to launch your empires off of this show. It's like, we're just like happy to be here, you know? Yeah. Like you're not setting expectations too high. No, no, not really. I feel like we're not doing it for that reason. We're doing it because we want to hang out with each other. And it's a cool thing to be able to do with people we really care about. It's like amplified home videos. Right. And all the memories that you get to to keep and make. But I wanted to ask, though, how did you meet Christian if he was like playing in a different place? That's a good question. So my my best friend, Kristen's husband, went to Stanford with Christian. I know it's confusing. It's a lot. of So my friend, Kristen Lewell, who did Sports Illustrated with me, her husband, Tyler Gaffney, went to Stanford with Christian. Oh, he was an Ivy League boy. OK, he really is the whole package. Oh, wow. OK, so that what they set you up <laughs> They did. I was like, no, I'm not dating another athlete ever again in my entire life. Don't even try. And it ended up I oh, wow. they convinced me. And then we've been pretty much inseparable ever since then. Oh, wow. And the show, was this an idea that came from you guys or was it pitched to you? It was pitched to us a few times. And then we ended up shopping it around. Ultimately, we ended up shopping it around and we found because we found great partners and then we landed with TLC and it was straight to series, which was really exciting. Oh, wow. What does that mean for people that don't know? Basically, we did not have to shop a pilot. Some networks will have you make a pilot so that they can see it, see if they like it, and they can either confirm that they'll take it or they deny you. So straight to series just means it's guaranteed to go on the air, which is really rare. Oh, wow. So it was kind of like, we love the idea. Let's start filming. Yeah. I love that. Instead of let's film and then see if we like it. And it's really good. I think that a show and it's not even that the person has to be famous. It's just seeing like family dynamics is always really fun. You know how like everybody thinks like that a show should be made about them. Do they? I thought that was just a new thing. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) So many people are like, we're so funny. Like we should have a show about us. And like some people get the show, but I feel like family dynamics are so interesting. And especially when you throw into the mix, like a little bit of fame, a little bit of competition in, in, you know, this area. I love that you said, though, on the show and I related to it, you said the reason you succeeded is because you were willing to get so many no's. You just kept going all the time. 
Yeah, there's definitely more no's than yeses. So anybody out there listening, the no's are just getting you closer to the one yes. Mm, I love that. Yeah, it's true. Because it's so easy to see somebody like you and be like, oh, you know, she made it. She got this. She got that. But it's like, no, you probably had doors slammed in your face and gotten your fair share of no's to be where you are today. So many no's. And you also have to just even just with the, you know, the the bad part of being in the public eye and putting yourself out there is also the negativity. So it's Mm -hmm. also waking up and being you have to armor yourself for the no's and for the people that aren't going to believe in you and for the people that are just going to troll you, especially in the digital age where like everything's right there. Right. So with the show, are you hoping aside from having fun with your family and all that, which we know, are you hoping for people to get to know you more than just the model, the pretty face, the Instagram photos? Yeah, definitely. I think it will. It's a it's going to be cool. I don't know what people are going to think or whatnot. I I mean, it's it's a lot to think about all at once. But yeah, I'm so excited. I'm excited to challenge myself in a new way. This is a challenge for all of us to be vulnerable, to really put ourselves out there. And we have no creative control. We have no idea. We haven't seen anything. Oh, my God. Well, next season, you'll be like executive producers. You know how it is. Yeah. You just like (laughs) until you're like, you saw it. I loved it. Oh, you did love it. I loved it. I thought it was so good. It was such an easy, fun watch. And I related because I have two sisters and we're three sisters. So immediately I was like all the things, you know, her taking your clothes. It's just all fun sister stuff. And I and I love the fact that we're going to, you know, find out more about your family and where you're from and that you're grounded. I also love this is such a weird thing that you and your sisters have the same exact voice. Like yes. close your eyes, right? I know it's confusing. It really it is, is. So we have, yeah, we have to do something with that. Are there any misconceptions that you're hoping will be broken on watching you on the show? Well, one we did just cover, so thank you for that. That I did not <laughs> date. Oh, Tim Tembo, <laughs> Tembro. Oh my god. But yes, I do not getting mad at me here. There are some Tim Tebow fans in the room. Okay. <sighs> yes. Yeah, but that never happened. So that's cool to clear up. And well, I don't know. I just hope that people can get to know where we came from more, where I came from and the people who I think are awesome. And I think people will find a little bit of themselves in every person. Mm -hmm. It's hard to pinpoint exactly what I hope people learn about me. But like, I don't know. I hope it encourages people to feel like they're a member of our family. Oh, that's cool. A fourth fourth sister. I love that. So the Culpo Sisters, every Monday at 9 on TLC. Go watch it. And you can stream it on Discovery Plus. Oh, that's amazing. And you can stream it on Discovery Plus. People, get your streamers out. I love Discovery Plus. It has all of my favorite channels, like HGTV, TLC, Food Network. I love food shows. Oh, Cooking Channel. That's amazing. Like Chip and Jonah Gaines. I just love them. Oh, They're you watch HGTV. that? The Flipping Show? I watch all of the. Do you watch stuff. Bravo? I watch it a little bit, but I'm more of like a... I'm more of like a Chip and Joanna Gaines oh, really? girl. Oh, really? And like God. Food Network, Great British Baking Show. Like those are my shows. <laughs> See, you learn something new. Thank you, Olivia, Thank for coming on so the podcast. Much. Everybody yeah. go watch The Couple's Sisters. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday.
please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.